Welcome to the HD CEO Psyche Podcast. I am your host, Ashley Brianna Eve. This is the show for the sacred rebel entrepreneurs who are ready to experience power, purpose, and prosperity in business their way. I am a leading human design business expert trained by the official schools and certified Gene Keys mentor studying with Richard Rudd. This is a no bullshit podcast bringing you alignment and ass kickery to help you embody your design, rewire your beliefs, and scale your soul-led business in a way that simplifies making money online. Now, fair warning, I am a fan of the cursey words, so if that is not your jam, this is likely not the place for you. If it is, welcome to the family, and I can't wait to get to know you. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, HD CEO Psyche Family. I am so excited to be here with you guys and have a chat about something that I think is so important. (laughs) And I know I talk about it all the time, and yet this is going to be a big shift in your journey with human design and actually embodying the potential that's there in your body graph. Because the reality is, Everything you see, your strengths, your openness, which is where your wisdom's developed, it's all potential. It's all potential until you take action on it and actually begin living as passenger consciousness. Now, this episode today is going to be all about getting out of your mind. I also want to read a comment that I had over on Instagram because I think this is so important and I have to admit it was stated in a way that is a bit more eloquent than I would state it. I always joke (laughs) that I relate so strongly to Raw because he was just very, well, Raw, (laughs) R-A-W, and unpolished. He just said it like it is. So I always appreciate when someone comes through with some truth that's just a little bit more eloquent than someone like myself or Raw or who could bring through. So I will get to that as well. However, the first thing I want to talk to you guys about today is the Rebel Millionaire Unleashed Human Design Marketing Mastermind, which is opening today, March 28th, 2022. The sales page will be going live. There's going to be limited space. And the most badass revolutionary thing about this is each design has their own, well, I should say each type, has their own six-week mastermind. So it's going to be really badass. We're getting in. It's hot and dirty. We're getting done what needs to be done so you can have the shifts in your marketing and who you be to create massive impact and income in your business now. Because if you're anything like me, I want to know what do I have to do? Who do I have to be to achieve what I see in my heart? And I want it now, I'm going to have it now, and I can't stop, won't stop until it's reality for me because I know I'm made for big impact and big income in this life. So if you can relate to that and going in intense for six weeks, high-level mastermind sounds like something you might be interested in, something that perks up your inner authority a little bit, I encourage you to click the link in the comments and check out the Rebel Millionaire Unleashed Human Design Marketing Mastermind. And just something I want to say as well, it when we hear marketing, it's not necessarily, this is my framework for manifestors. This is my framework for generators. Because no such thing exists. The whole point of human design is individuation. You are an individual. So we will actually have an aspect of these masterminds 
which touches on one-on-one -on -one support. So through Voxer, so that we can look at your individual chart and you can have those really quick touch points that allow massive shifts in who you be to open up the space for more impact, more income than your wildest dreams. So again, I'll drop that link in the show notes. My masterminds tend to sell out very quickly. This one will as well, because it's short and quick, and I know my people love the short and quick. All right, so let's head over to what we we're going to talk about today, and that is get out of your mind. Get out of your mind, get into your body, and live your fucking life. That's what we're going to talk about today. And when you do that, when you get out of your mind, you get into your body, and you live your life as you, as passenger consciousness, you actually free yourself so you can watch the process, the process of being you, the process of what it means to have your form and your vehicle in this life, living your destiny. So I'm really excited to dive into this. And we are going to first, like I said, chat about a comment that was left on my specific versus specific versus non-specific manifestation post on Instagram. So I was talking about how it doesn't exist and I have multiple podcast episodes on that. So I'm not going to go over it here now. However, I was calling out the fact that specific versus non-specific manifestation does not exist. My friend, it does not exist. That is a red flag and I'll get some heat from this, but it's true. It is a red flag for someone that either one doesn't understand human design or two, is manipulating the information to make it more sexy, more viral, to make more money. And I'm all for making more money. Of course, that is what I teach in my business. That is my mission to get more money into the hands of more badass revolutionaries that are going to do incredible things in this world. However, I stand for integrity. I stand for using human design and my programs to get people out of the not self, not entrench them deeper within it. And that's a big difference in my life and how I approach sales and business. When I create programs, when I create content, it's to get you out of the not self within that aspect so that you can go on and live your life a little bit more free to be yourself so that you can watch the process as passenger consciousness. And Manipulating the human design information and labeling it human design, that's where my issue is, not within people creating their own systems. Off of the back of human design, I love Gene Keys, I love Richard Rudd, I'm certified through Richard, I've worked with him in many programs. The difference is then calling it human design and you know, what that really, the energy that makes me feel is that someone's riding the coattails of the name human design to make more money off of they're changed to the system. It's not human design. Human design is the science of differentiation, which was downloaded from Ra Uruhu. And, you know, there is also this, uh, now I'm going on a little bit of a trail, but that's simply what I do. There is this little bit of, which I don't involve myself in because I really don't follow anyone else in human design in the online space anymore. But there was this and likely still is this polarity in the online space of, you know, the pretentious, people that were trained through the official schools. I don't actually believe you have to be trained through the official schools. I have my human design coaching academy. I think absolutely we should be, if we're going to be teaching human design, be teaching the science of differentiation, how it was downloaded to Ra Uruhu. Otherwise it's a different system. And I actually think women and men are limiting themselves by creating their own systems and calling it human design. 
You're limiting yourself. To me, that is the energy of lack and scarcity. It's the energy of manipulation of the quantum field and other people. Because if you truly believed in what you were teaching, you would call it what your systems call. Just like Richard Rudd did with Gene Keys. He downloaded his own system based on the Incarnation Cross. He got permission from Ra Uruhu to create Gene Keys. And he was blessed by Ra to go off and create it. So anyway, that's a little bit of a... A trail, but I was talking about this online the other day, and someone I have no idea who this person is, someone that's obviously as passionate about it as I am, but someone posted and he said, Specific and non specific manifestation is not human design. We all manifest every moment. The idea we are in full or even partial control of this is a joke. It's made up content for content's sake. And a false idea of knowing something, pretending to be an authority for the other. It's the mind trying to run the show and failing. Human design is passenger consciousness. It's surrender to the form and living by strategy first, then authority. Such a 23 to 43 transit conversation. And it is such a 23 to 43 transit conversation. It is such the genius to freak transit conversation or even someone that has I also wonder if this individual has the channel of structuring which is 23 to 43 a design of individuality because I do have that and that's often why I find I bring up these conversations that might I also have you know 51 which is shock waves <laughs> shocking I know but I do have these activations in my chart to create shockwaves naturally, to challenge the status quo, to bring through something that might be seen as, you know, the freak, but later the genius within that individuality of my chart. So I kind of had a giggle and think, does this person have that channel? And that's where this energy is coming from because I can totally relate to it. But I do. And that is where a lot of this energy comes from with me is challenging challenging what I see doesn't work through my channel of judgment, creating those shockwaves and bringing forward a new way that is going to lead us to mutation. And, you know, it's funny, my new way, which if you guys are listening to the Keys to Cash podcast, which I just started, will be brought through a little bit more over there as well in regards to wealth. However, yes, what I bring forward is a true use of human design and I stick to the science of differentiation, although it is still challenging. It is still challenging the status quo. It's still challenging what a lot of people know to be true. I speak out about a lot of concepts that people are deeply ingrained within, even the law of attraction and manifestation. I challenge things. That's my design. And, you know, a lot of people don't like me in the beginning for that, but they usually come around. I get a lot of messages in my DMs of, you know, I wasn't so sure at first, <laughs> but I stuck around. I listened to a little bit more of the podcast and, you know, I fell in love. And that's usually what I get. And that's definitely that genius to freak line playing a role for sure. All right. So let's have some fun today. We are going to talk about the mind. Now, something really interesting that I see very often in regards to human design is one, the head center and the mind being connected and they are not necessarily the same thing. And two, the head center always taking the blame for everything in someone's design. I always hear people say, because I have the open head center, I'm always thinking about things that don't matter. Because I have the open head center, da 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 da. This is why essentially I'm not where I am meant to be because of the open head center. 
And the cool little tidbit, the first tidbit I want to give you in regards to human design and conditioning through our open centers is the head center is not even number one. It's not even close to number one to being the place where you are the most conditioned. The ego is number one. The undefined solar plexus is number two. The undefined G center, number three. Undefined splenic, number four. Undefined ajna, number five. The head center comes in at number six in the not self deck, which means the likelihood to be the center that's conditioning, where the conditioning is coming from. Number seven is the root, number eight, the sacral, and number nine, the throat. So the first thing is typically when someone starts working with me, they have their first session or in their intake package, they'll talk about their open head center and all these issues with their open head center and they're lost in the open head center. And yet through their words, through what I'm seeing, the head center is the least of their issues in their body graph. It's coming from different areas. And yet because they are so fixated on the head center, they're actually boxing themselves in and preventing themselves from opening up space to see where the actual conditioning and where the restriction is actually happening in their body graph. So that's the first thing I really want to open you guys up to today. Well, the second, the first one is the head center and the mind are not necessarily the same thing. Number two is you may be putting way too much meaning on your open head center, ignoring where the true issues are in your chart. And number three as well, when we're thinking about conditioning, I want you to keep in mind that the mind, right? Not necessarily the head center, the mind is the spokesperson for the not self. Now, what that means is the not self, whether it's in your centers, your gates or your channels is going to put pressure on the mind, put pressure on the mind to make decisions based on the not self. And as well, the openness, so your gates, your channels, your centers are going to put pressure on the head center to think about things that don't matter. So when we only focus on the head center, thinking about things that don't matter, the issue that can happen here is you have a tree. So anyone that's really bad at taking care of plants or flowers, anyone like me, you know that if you have a tree or a plant that's dying and you start to trim back the branches, you start to you know cut off the dead leaves, for example, if you don't actually address the root rot because you've been overwatering it and the roots are dying and they're smelly and they're gross, if you don't deal with the root rot, you can cut back all the leaves and you can cut back all the branches, but eventually you're not going to have a tree. It's going to die. So what ends up happening is people are very often focusing on the head center when it is actually the head center that has pressure from the other centers, not self, to think about things that don't matter. So again, if we're just focusing on the head center thoughts, we're not actually getting to the root of the issue. We're not fixing the root rot on where the conditioning is truly being experienced in your body graph. And again, whether open gate, open channel, or open center. As well, your definition, whether it's single, split, triple, quadruple, that also plays a role in where you're more likely to get conditioned. So this is also something that my in-depth knowledge serves my clients well in, is when they're speaking, when they're explaining what's happening or where the resistance and the stickiness is coming up, based on their definition, I can also see, is this a gate, a channel, or a center 
that's putting pressure on the head center to think about things that don't matter and putting pressure on their ego mind, not ego center, to make decisions from the not self. So these are all aspects that benefit you when you're hiring someone that truly understands how the energy flows in human design. And it also serves you right here, right now, and releasing what you believe to be true about your body graph. Because where you think the issue is, likely isn't where the issue actually is at the root of the problem. If you always find yourself saying, it's me thinking about things that don't matter, I'm always thinking about things that don't matter, that's just who I am, there is a root somewhere within the body graph. And those tentrils, those cobwebs, those little lies from the devil have been climbing through the openness of your chart and they've just latched themselves into the head center. So that's just something to keep in mind. Now, what I really want to bring through as well for you guys today, this has turned into way more than I originally had planned on speaking about, as is always the case, is the mind, again, not the same thing as the head center, right? The mind is not in the business of surrendering. This is really important for us to understand because a lot of people think, well, I learned human design. I had a foundation call. I know it all. My mind has surrendered and I have elevated and lightened above and beyond the human experience. And, you know, I see this in Jinkies as well. I am a guide with Jinkies, Richard Rudd. And I see this as well in Jinkies. Someone will read, for example, their sphere of brand. And within five minutes, they're like, I'm enlightened. I am at the city level, bring on more, right? And that's also why when I created my Gene Keys membership, it was a no, like non-negotiable year journey because we're looking to remove a lot of the illusions of the mind, not add more layers to it, which is a, what a lot of programs and conditioning and even mentors, whether knowingly or unknowingly are doing, is la layering more layers on, putting more layers on, slapping more paint on top of the, the ugly wall color, right? <laughs> or more wallpaper over top of the ugly wall color. So when we realize that the mind is not in the business of surrendering, and you are always in the conditioning, you are always in the program, one of the powerful pieces that this allows us to do is take back our personal power and start taking action from the now. Finding power in the present moment. Your grounding in the present moment. Because a lot of people get into this loop of when I heal this, when I'm fully embodied, when I am more of a master in this, when I have more foundations in that. And they get into this loop of someday when they reach, you know, being the monk on a mountain with the heavens having opened and the light shining down, well, then they can finally own their genius. But the reality is the mind is not in the business of surrendering. It's never going to surrender. Your imperfection is part of being human. Perfection and the illusion of perfection is an attempt at control. And it is also the wounded maiden. It's the wounded feminine energetics. It's a toxic energetic because it truly sets you up for failure when you're operating from everything has to be perfect. So the difference then, if we say the mind is not in the business of surrendering, the dilemma and the difference is made in the degree of attachment you have to your mind. Those that are very attached to their mind and they say things, well, that's just who I am. That's just the way I see it. That's just how reality is. That's just how, how wealth is. 
that I'm just always someone that's thinking a bunch of things that don't matter. I'm just always someone that's trying to prove myself, right? When we fight for our limitations over our dreams, when we fight for our drama over our dreams, what that tells me about you is you are attached to who you think you are based on the illusions of the mind. Because the mind is never going to be in the business of surrendering. Your dilemma is how attached are you to your mind and who it believes you to be, which I can all but guarantee is a far cry from who you really are. And I can say that when near certainty, no matter your level of awakening, no matter your level of wealth, no matter the scales you have hit within your business, because especially as adults, we are undoing not just this lifetime, but generations of conditioning, of trauma, of karma, of experiences to unravel that thread and pull the right thread of who we always were underneath all the bullshit. And it's not something that's going to be done overnight. It's going to be a lifelong journey. And it requires you rising up and taking radical self-responsibility within a growth mindset also understanding that the mind's always going to do what the mind's going to do. It's always going to do that. The difference is, like I said, as long as you are attached to what the mind believes is you, you're not going to see who you really are. You're not going to see the potential in your body graph. You're actually not going to see the things that are meant for you to respond to because you're going to say, well, no, that's not me or that's not what I want to do or that's not what I thought it would look like in my head right? You're not going to say yes to the correct invitations because it's not going to look like what your mind says it should or needed to be. You're not going to be inspired by that which is actually meant to have you informing in regards to the right things that set your soul on fire as a manifester because your mind is going to tell you what you should need have to be inspired by to be seen as successful, to be seen as worthy, right? Undefined ego, to be seen as enough, to be on the right path. And for reflectors, you're never going to be triggered by the emotional event that's meant to trigger you into your process if you're allowing the mind to control what things you think light you up from the inside out. We experience our mind. We do not identify with it. As soon as you begin identifying with it, you become attached to it, and you're no longer passenger consciousness. You are no longer experiencing the destiny you're meant to experience. And again, it's not that all of a sudden, you know, you listen to this podcast episode or you work with me and you're perfect forever and ever. Amen. That is also an illusion. Perfection is an illusion. The difference is you become faster and faster at noticing it and you become faster and faster at making the necessary shifts required of you to own the mission that is required of you in this lifetime because you didn't come here to shit the bed. You didn't come here for mediocre. You didn't come here for good enough. You came here for impact and legacy and impact also requires a shattering of. So when we are making the impact and income that we're meant to make on this plane, we have to experience the mind without identifying with it. I always say to my clients, and it was the original tagline of this podcast when it was called The Quantum Alchemist, that's like way back in the day now, question everything you believe to be true. 
we say so casually, well, that's just how it is, or that's normal for me, or that's just how I see things, or this is how I experience things. And yet I can nearly guarantee that is rooted in the mind, that is rooted in the conditioning, who you believe to be true for you or what you believe to be true for you, which is not necessarily actually the truth. So if you can shift into this place of seeing your mind as entertainment, having a relationship with your mind that's more curiosity rather than identification with, you're going to open up deeper and deeper and deeper layers of your embodiment, of your expansion, of your growth, of impact, of power, of purpose, of prosperity. And it's going into it with seeing it as kind of entertainment, as seeing it from a place of curiosity. And when you see it from a place of curiosity as well, you also nurture and create a space for growth. You also nurture and create a space where those parts of self that are actually wounded feel safe coming to the surface so you can release them so you're no longer identifying with them. But for that to happen, it must be in an energy of curiosity. It must be in an energy of playfulness rather than identification with. Because as soon as you identify with the drama and the bullshit that your mind's telling you, you're likely going to fight for the drama and the bullshit that your mind's telling you. And this isn't just for someone that's struggling to hit their first 10K month. What's the saying? New level, new devil. I found more resistance and wounds that were waiting to be allowed the space to be seen and expressed at 35, 40,000 plus months versus $10,000 months. So this isn't something you do once and you release. It's a continual evolving growth and expansion that you move through as a legacy leader, as a CEO. So what ends up happening is when we feed into that mental drama of the ego conditioned mind, we're allowing it to keep us playing small. And it's usually going to be rooted in fear. Now, fear does come from our awareness centers. That's going to be fear of survival, for example, instinctual fears of the splenic center, emotional fears of the solar plexus and anxiety fears of the ajna. However, essentially what we're saying when the mind is playing these games with us, there's deep fears that it's playing against us. It's making the little kitten in the corner seem like a big monster. But if you just turn the light on, you would realize all along it's just a little kitten hiding out in the corner. But the ego drama, the conditioned drama of our not self has us keeping the lights off, seeing this big shadow in the corner. When if you come into it from a place of curiosity, you can turn on the light and see all along it wasn't actually scary at all. So the more we also allow the mind to dig us deeper and deeper and deeper into fear, the more you look at your mind to do, the more you look at your mind to explain, the more you look at your mind to make sense of. Because when you're in this state of the not self putting pressure on your head center to think about things that don't matter, which, are, which is causing all this pressure on the mind to make not self decisions, when you're in that place, you're going to start analyzing. You're going to start looking at, well, this doesn't make sense. To say yes to this invitation doesn't make sense because of blah, blah, blah. Doing that doesn't make sense because of X, Y, Z. Now, of course, we can look at, and I made posts on Instagram in regards to this, the nervous system and our attachment style, which can also show up in regards to our attachment style with wealth. 
That's really important. That was a post I put over on Instagram at I am Ashley Brianna Eve. I encourage you to go over there and give it a read. Hang out with us over on Instagram for, oh my goodness, so much content over there. But what ends up happening is you get into this loop and then you look to the mind to do, to make sense of, because we're so deeply conditioned to make logical sense of, right? You tell people these days, well, I just follow my sacral. My sacral told me to do it. And most people are going to look at you like you lost it. You tell people that you had an urge to do something, but you didn't weigh the pros and cons. You're seen as, you know, maybe someone's a little too impulsive with their money or a little bit too impulsive with their decisions. However, what Ross said is what the mind cannot do for you is lead you out of the wilderness. It cannot lead you out of the not self. The mind is never going to lead you out of your problems. It's actually created <laughs> the problems that you're experiencing. It's created the problems that you're experiencing. And then what ends up also happening from this place, and I see it over and over again, usually people find me after they've worked with a lot of the famous human design mentors, and then they find the podcast or they find me on YouTube or Instagram. And, you know, I get a lot of the same messages over and over again about people's experiences. And this is exactly what it is. So they're trapped in the not self cycle of trying to figure it out. The mind's trying to label and make sense of and control. And if it, it can't figure it out for them, they then look for someone to tell them. They look for someone to tell them what to do. And the problem is, and what Ross said as well, is that person is then telling you what to do from the not self of their mind. They are telling you what to do from the not self of their mind. So Ra also said, and I'm going to quote this exactly. He said, and then you go to the not-self doctors, the not-self healers, the not-self religious characters, and the not-self spiritual gurus. Bullshit, all that crap, because they will say that they can fix you. And I want you to just breathe that in. And I had to giggle as I said, I quoted them exactly because those were Ra's words, the not-self spiritual guru. Bullshit, all that crap. You know, I have to say I loved Ra, and I think people that don't, appreciate raw probably won't appreciate me because he was as blunt as they come which is really how I am (laughs) well but it's the truth and I look back at my history as well when I first got into self-development and I was much entrenched in the not self I was still in corporate I was on depression medication anxiety medication I was just in a you know not a great place when I found human design And when I found human design, I found spiritual awakening and I found self-development. I was seeking so hard for someone to fix me. I was seeking for that person to just tell me what to do with my life. I was seeking for that person to just tell me what I needed to heal. I was seeking for that person to just tell me whatever, everything. I was seeking the doctors, the healers, the spiritual gurus, the coaches, the mentors to just fix me somehow. And there's a big push in the online community around calibration to someone and that falls under this I'm broken without calibrating to someone else and yes there's something to say about being around really powerful successful individuals and the energy that's shared however it's that word calibration that really is coming from the not self spiritual gurus (laughs) and hate me for saying it but it's true So as long as you are caught in this not-self-mind drama, you will never get to express your truth. 
you're going to continually regurgitate all of the crap everyone else repeats over and over and over again as if it's the truth, as if it's your truth. And yet your truth is meant to be unique to you based on your strengths, which is your definition, and your wisdom, which is your openness, where you go to school in life. And no one else can replicate that. No one else can replicate your experience in life. No one else can replicate your unique design. And Ra also said, you get to see this on Facebook. If you repeat nonsense enough, people are going to think it's there in the world. Right? Just because things are repeated, and I this is something that I've said a lot that's controversial, but it's true. Just because the law of attraction is repeated over and over and over and over and over and over again, and this idea that you can control the quantum field or you can control things, control the universe. Yes, we are powerful creators, and yet just because it's described the way the law of attraction describes it doesn't actually make it true. Like Ross said, you get to see this on Facebook. If you repeat nonsense enough, people are going to think it's there in the world. And yet, it's very interesting because manifestation doesn't exist in human design or gene keys, not in the way you've been taught. It's surrender. It's true surrender to your form, saying and embodying and living that you're here to be passenger consciousness. You're here to witness what your form is here to experience, not control it. So just because your mind wants to believe something doesn't make it true. And it's going to believe a lot of bullshit about you, a lot of bullshit of what it thinks you're capable of, a lot of bullshit about what it says you can or can't do. And it's all through conditioning. And it's only gaining strength through fear. And fear only gains strength over you if you allow it to stop you. Because let me tell you, if you try to force, resist, fully get rid of fear, you're going to stay exactly where you are for the rest of your life. If you can dance with fear, if you can ebb and flow with fear, if you can move with fear and truly surrender to your design, not allow it to control you, not allow the mind to make decisions for you from fear of what happens if... In fact, I want to challenge you to rise up into something today. Like I said, going and seeing the mind from a place of entertainment, of curiosity, of childlike wonder. The next time your bullshit stories come up and the mind starts screaming, what if? What if things go wrong? What if we don't get a return on investment? What if this turns out to be the wrong track that I was walking? All the bullshit that the mind says. The next time your mind, your not self says that to to you. I want you to turn the tables and say, what if it's more beautiful than I could ever imagine? What if it's more opulent than I could ever imagine? What if life gets to literally be wilder than my dreams because my mind has no concept of truly what is available and waiting for me? What if when I surrender, everything I've seen in my heart becomes reality? So again, go into it. When the mind starts to play games, go into it from a place of entertainment, of fun, of curiosity. And I'll go into it from that place and say, all right, what if it's more beautiful than I could imagine? What if it's more opulent than I could imagine? What if there's more flow and ease on the other side of this bullshit that you're handing me? And let me tell you, it's going to open you up in ways you could never imagine. Because the mind does not have the answers. A lot of people are, quote unquote, following their design, but they're actually still making strategy and authority decisions through the head center, through the mind, through pressure from the not self, through the conditioning. 
their disembodied heads hurting their body around. All right, body over here. That's going to get us a six figure launch. All right, body over here. This is what we need to do to get intention through the undefined throat, not self hurting this body around instead of actually being embodied. If you are truly embodied, you are within your body, grounded in your core stability. And from that place, it is not about your mind. And in fact, Ross said, it is not your mind anyway. It is mind. It is not your mind. It is mind. And it just wants to control you through fear. So what I want to open you up to today, there's so many nuggets within here for you. But what I want you to open up to today is where are you allowing the mind to control your life? Even if you're new to human design or five years into your experiment, where still is the mind making decisions for you from fear rather than following strategy and authority? And what would it mean for even the next seven days for you to follow strategy and authority 100% of the time, no matter how crazy it is? Because look, Strategy and authority isn't going to tell you to do something dangerous. It's not going to tell you to do something that puts your life at risk. It's not going to tell you to do something that was never part of your path. And sure, following strategy and authority doesn't mean that everything is rainbows and butterflies all the time. It does mean that we're still going to meet resistance. We're still going to meet obstacles. But what it means is every resistance you hit, every obstacle you meet, every limitation that's presented to you was yours on this path to refine you, to polish you, and to expand you into your next level. So I can't wait to hear what comes from this episode for you. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate if you guys could take a screenshot and share over on Instagram and tag me at I am Ashley Brianna Eve. I know this podcast episode is a little controversial. There's some things that might be a little bit triggering here. But let me tell you, when my clients have surrendered into this, they've taken their businesses seemingly overnight from six figures to multiple six to seven figures because this makes the difference. If you know in your heart that you are here for big ass impact and income, it's not going to be found, created, manifested, or received from the not self. It's going to be created from your true self when you surrender to your form and passenger consciousness. All right, my friends, I will see you in the next episode. And again, the link for the Rebel Millionaire Unleashed Human Design Marketing Mastermind link is in the show notes. So if it's something that's calling to you, if you've been dying to work with me, this is a way to get in, get your hands dirty, have massive impact on your business and create the shifts necessary to live a life wilder than your dreams. I hope to see you there. Bye.